Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast is brought to you by MyBookie. Are you looking to bet on sports? Are you looking to make some money while you do it? Well, MyBookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place winner is guaranteed at least a hundred grand, and it only costs a hundred dollars to enter. I love that deal. Visit MyBookie online today. Use the promo code last night when creating your account to claim the bonus. That's MyBookie.com promo code last night when creating your account, and you're going to claim a bonus, baby. MyBookie.com. Start winning. Start playing. There's a lot of money out there. Go get it. Hey, Brad. What's up, Adam? Oh, dude, you know, just feeling real chill. You look good. You feel good. Oh, and when you look good and you feel good, you pod good. Darn right. And what's the best way that we can pod good? Put Koi CBD in your body. It's so great. I'm so glad that these guys jumped on as the sponsors. CBD oil is the hottest thing in health right now. You watch the news. Every day there's a new study about how good this stuff is oh, yeah. and the benefits of it. We're one press conference away from Trump being like, this is why <laughs> my cheeseburgers <laughs> taste so good. They've got Koi CBD oil in them. CBD, if you don't know what it is, it's not weed. That's a big misconception. It's an yep. oil derived from an industrial hemp plant that has no psychoactive effects. So you get the medical benefits from the hemp plant without getting high, man. It's a great natural alternative to over-the-counter and pharmaceutical drugs. Now, there's a lot of uh, uses for CBD oil. Absolutely. Uh, creams, uh, tinctures, uh, vapes, gummies, which Koi all provides. I fuck with the gummies every morning because yeah. it starts my day off with a very relaxed, chill, meditative. Uh, I just feel dialed in. There's got to be something in these gummies that also you know gives your brain an extra level of of uh coherentness is that the word well because you, you probably it makes a, you make up words you <laughs> took a gummy before you said that that's for sure and i do the same thing but i have the but i have the oils i, I just take the cbd yeah. oil i put it in my tea and then i'm, I'm good to go for You're the a rest tea guy of the day now. is that is that from being married I mean, I, I I don't know what it is. I'm a, tea is great, though. I'm I'm a tea guy because it makes me feel good. And yeah. CBD oil, Koi CBD oil, makes me feel even better. They got all sorts of flavors. They got what are pe- the flavors? They got peppermint. They Oof. got lemon lime. They got blue raspberry. They got all these all these different things. They are the fruity pebbles of CBD oil. <laughs> People use it too for pain, anxiety, inflammation. My mom uses the uh, Koi uh, topical creams for yeah. arthritis, and she straight yep. up told me she's like, "I don't hurt like I hurt before." That's a great slogan. And I'm like, that is so honest and real and that's coming from a jewish mom and as you said they don't uh they don't lie. They don't lie. This stuff works so well. I'm scared to rub the lotion on me because I think it might cure my dwarfism. <laughs> and then what the fuck am I going to joke about? Well, Koi CBD, uh, all these products are manufactured in the USA with 100% natural CBD oil. Uh, it's the best tasting product on the market, as yep. we've attested to. The flavors, we've tried a bunch. People have come to us all the time. Trying to be like, yo, can we sponsor? We haven't found the one we've liked until now. And uh, they're uh, America's number one trusted CBD brand. All the products are THC, uh, THC free. And uh, it's a family-owned and operated um, uh, company. And uh, if you want to fuck with Koi, which you should, because we do, and we can't uh, talk about how much we love their products enough, uh, the gummies, the tinctures, the creams, uh, the tinctures, the drops. Dude, I put a couple drops in before I go to bed. And it also makes it easier to drink coffee, because coffee gives me a little bit of anxiety. Now it calms me down. Um, So I love that. If you want it, go to KoiCBD.com right now. Put in promo code ABOUTLASTNIGHT, all one word, all caps, for 20% off any retail order from the website. KoiCBD.com. 
CBD.com, promo code about last night for 20% off the order. Start feeling good. Start living good. Start looking good. Start dwarfing good. Start dwarfing good. <laughs> the official uh, dwarf uh, sponsor. Koi is the official CBD sponsor of dwarves. Can I say that? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> You've got proof. I'm, I'm a dwarf. I'll bring it up at the next meeting. <laughs> and now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. This weekend, I'm going to be in New York City at Gotham Comedy Club September 6th and 7th. Cannot wait. One of my favorite clubs in the world. New York City, Gotham Comedy Club, September 6th and 7th. Get your tickets at adamraycomedy.com. And then uh, September 12th and 13th, I'll be on tour with Dane Cook in Baltimore and Philadelphia. All that ticket info at danecook.com. And September 14th, oh, hey, I'm going to be at Radio City Music Hall opening for Dane Cook. Holy fucking shit. Radio City Music Hall, September 14th. Dane Cook, me, New York City. Get all that ticket info at Dane Cook or AdamRayComedy.com. Brad Williams this weekend uh, will be at the Radio City of Cincinnati, the Funny Bone in Cincinnati, Ohio. Go see Brad Friday and Saturday and Sunday at the Funny Bone in Cincinnati, Ohio. Tickets at BradWilliamsComedy.com. Today's episode, if you like basketball and you like fun, this is going to be a great episode for you. Ronnie 2K. His real name is Ronnie Singh. Uh, I met him in Charlotte for the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game. We were on the same fucking team. We dominated. Ronnie's a tall motherfucker and uh, and just a sweet, slick dude, man. Uh, Head of marketing for NBA 2K. Uh, His journey into that job and uh, and how he kind of took over and uh, has now created a, a sweet partnership with the NBA, the players. Um, we shared some great uh, all-star game stories. And uh, if you just like hoops, this is going to be a fun episode for you. Ronnie's uh, killing it. And uh, NBA 2K drops this Friday, September 6th. Uh, get it wherever you get games. GameStop, Target, Walmart, all that shit. NBA 2K20. They've got the WNBA finally in this game. Anthony Davis, uh, now a Laker, is on the cover. And uh, Ronnie invited me to the uh, the premiere party in L.A. And I'm so fucking bummed. I'm not going to be there, but I'll be in New York City at Gotham Comedy Club um, this Friday. Uh, go get the game. It's the best one yet, obviously. They've come up with just so much... Uh, new shit. The graphics are even better. The live updates. Like I said, the WNBA is now a part of it. So go support it. Uh, and support Ronnie by uh, tweeting him, following him on Instagram at Ronnie2K. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad, at ALN Podcast, about last night podcast.com for past and present eps. Um, AdamRayComedy.com for all my tour dates. BradWilliamsComedy.com for all his tour dates. ShopAdamRay.com for all the Adam Ray merch. A lot of new merch going to get restocked and put up on the site. ShopAdamRay.com is the site for all my Adam Ray merch. Read the Room, my album is still available on Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, iTunes. Go get that shit, listen to it, and then come out and see the new hour, baby, which I'm working on. Some special shit in the works. she Season 3 is still on Netflix. Go check that out. And uh, and give us a, a five-star rating on iTunes. Comment on the iTunes page and email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Brad and I are doing a lot of solo apps coming up, and we're going to go through a shit ton of fan mail and take some calls. So um, uh, give us... Uh, Give us a, an email at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com and shoot us your phone number because we're going to be uh, cold calling some fans uh, in the next few weeks and uh, maybe you'll get called, huh? The same way that Regis and Kelly used to do that shit. 
uh, we're going to do it on the ALN Podcast. All right. Um, a lot of great apps coming up. Blake Griffin, Adam Devine, Brent Morin, Dennis Quaid, um, Dr. Oz. I'm interviewing this Friday. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your family. And now that we've got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night Podcast with the one and only Ronnie 2K. Well, the weekend's over and it's time to chat about it. It's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down? Now? So why don't you sit hey. down? Now? Listen to our dope podcast. Whether lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of day. So come over and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Well, come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Yeah, Scotty Pippen was the uh, first guy I met in uh, Charlotte, which is where we met. Yeah. Um, oh, that that weekend. Yeah. Huh. No, the other NBA All Star game that we played in. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, but uh, was that a big deal for you as it was for me? Um. It was cool. You know what's funny? It wasn't a big deal last year, but I want to play again. Like, dude. it'd be a bigger deal for me to do it in Chicago. Oh, he- Especially being such a big Jordan fan. And oh, yeah, dude. I want to do it one more time. And then I'll retire. <laughs> but I don't know. You had a lot of, um, from what I can remember, you had a lot of second chance points. Yes. And I feel like, and I said this to you mid-game. I also had the worst miss layup in the history. <laughs> of the, of the you- slap game. No, I, I wanted to dunk. You saw me in pregame. Yes, dude. Uh, I can fly. Um, but Didn't I, we talk about trying to put my head. Brad up on your shoulders or something? There was Ray Allen said something. He was like, I think we should get Brad up on Ronnie's shoulders and yeah, do some shit. And I was I'm, like. I'm good with that. It would have been cool. By the way, just a, a quick tangent. Like, if there is ever, like, you know, some uh, some dwarf 2K league, if you don't have Brad on the cover of that shit. Have what? A dwarf 2K, oh, like. Yeah. You know, you like you unlock. You know who hits me up all the time is Manny Love. But did you see his clip the other day on Instagram? No. He, he's like killing it in like New York leagues everywhere. Jesus. You know who that guy is? He's yes. Like Harlem, Harlem Globetrotters. He's really good. He's really dope. Um, wait, so because that whole game was for some for any NBA fan, it's mm-hmm. like you know just like the dream experience. Like I kept being like. You know, I feel like I'm living out like Make a Wish Kid shit. You know, but uh, but for somebody that's been around the game and players <clears throat> so heavily in the yeah. past, what do you say, like ten years? You think where you've yep. truly been mm-hmm. in it, and uh, and where guys? I mean, I'm watching guys go up to you and be like, "What's up, Brian?" Like D Wade and all these guys. I'm like, "What the fuck is happening, dude?" But then it's like, "Oh yeah, like the game is that popular. You've yep. influenced it that much, and like, of course, being like a charismatic dude and like you're, you know." Um, you know, at the forefront of all this stuff and probably have gone to so many things with these guys. So I'm just like, I mean, there were points where I was just like, dude, Ronnie, like, he's like, you, you, you probably got the four and one is like, is Larry Bird going to show up and like do a fucking guest spot in this game or something? But like, was it as cool for you as it was for us? Or it was very cool. Yeah. I mean, to, to play in front of that stage, I wanted to ask you like how you actually prepared for that thing. Cause like, I mean, you you could play yeah and so like, so much spin move on JB's move you just, you just like well dude it's, it's a lot five of on five all the time you know I, how many times I played five on five before that game in the past year how much twice <laughs> yeah. I had zero dude I had zero preparation time like I mean just our world that's is probably why so you missed that layup that's probably why I missed that layup <laughs> 
though. I missed that layup because I was like, you know what? I'm going to dunk in front of everyone. And then I was like, what if I miss this dunk? And then I just missed the layup. Oh, dude. Yeah, and then I got hacked so hard yeah. on that on that layup. People yeah. didn't even see that. Was that Steve Smith or Dr. Oz? Who no, fouled it was, you? Um, who was that guy? Not Famous Los. He was the, no, the red-haired dude on the other team. He was kind of bulky. Like, he hit oh, me pretty good. Um, fucking not AJ. He was on our squad. Um... I know who you're talking about. He got me. He got me good. <clears throat> the country singer. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Daughtry. Red. Daughtry's not gonna hurt me. <laughs> By the way, please get that tattooed on your lower back. <laughs> Daughtry's not gonna hurt me. No. Yeah. Daughtry's like five two. He also bounced like a quarter in to go do a show. Yeah. And then came yeah, back and was like, "What happened?" I was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Oh yeah, you weren't in the you game at all. You, you left. That's yeah. Cool. He left to go make money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did. The prep consisted of a dance cardio class a body by simone class that my friend at netflix convinced me nice. to do and i was trying to talk to her about some projects so i was like hey y'all kill two birds with one stone and Playing she also made a nice game. push as far as being like it'll be a great way to get in shape for the game and i was just like yeah it will and also maybe there'll be some material there you know i'm always thinking that way comedy wise and dude it was literally for an hour and change just bouncing to aggressive like female angsty music where they're all like yeah like jim fucking like taylor swift songs where they're just like fucking kill me to sleep and chop off his dick and and i'm just dancing be like all right trying to keep up but i was bouncing so much i didn't stretch you know and so about 40 minutes in, my calf just tightens up. And I didn't want to sit out because I was repping for the fellas. And uh, it was just me and one other guy there. And I uh, I get out, and I'm kind of sore. Everything mellows out. and so then we wait, get to, When was this? This was a week before the game. Oh, dude, so then I have we, a similar story. So oh, dude, yeah. So then we get to... And again, like, I'm 37. You're probably in the same boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm 36. It's like... Um, you know, you feel still fine, but there's certain body things where you're like, no, I probably should have stretched for an hour before yeah. that, probably before the game. But you just, adrenaline... But you, also don't, you also don't think about it because you never had to. Yeah. Also, like, adrenaline gets you so much uh, going that it's yeah. almost like, oh, the muscles are... Like, yeah, they're fired up they're to fine. be in the stadium. They, they saw yeah. Sue Bird. They're fired up, you know? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so I didn't stretch. And at the practice, like, three drills in, all of a sudden I just feel it tighten up really hard and then yeah. just go... And I was like, what the oh, fuck was that? Man. And then, dude, I could not. I was barely walking. I was like limping through practice. Uh, Steve Smith was yelling at me, and I didn't want to be like, I just fucking blew out my calf, man. Cut me some slack, dude. <laughs> and uh, and I walk out, and one of the guys who worked on the um, the whole event was like, are you good, man? And I was like clearly limping. I was like, yeah, yeah. I just like bump, got a uh, Charlie horse from a knee bump. And then, I, dude, I went and got like these um, braces. I went and got a steroid shot the next day. This I the fucking, next day? Yeah, dude. The, the game was that next day. No, 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 I know. Yeah, so I... Uh, I missed the tryouts. Why did I... Well, we had our um, eSports tournament. Oh, yeah. And also, to be honest, I was having a similar issue to you, so I, I skipped. Dude, I wish I would have skipped. No, but it would have been nice to, like, get some camaraderie with the guys. Like, yeah. Nobody knew how good anybody was. I, like, I was walking in there, obviously, I knew Ray Allen could have hit from anywhere, but <laughs> yeah. and I had played with Quavo plenty of times, but... Okay, so you uh, weren't surprised at how much he shot. No, no, I knew he was a ball hog. Yeah, and we got to talk about that last possession. <laughs> yeah, I'm still salty about that. Oh, but, but, <laughs> but, wait, are you talking about Hassan? No, I'm talking. I'm talking about Quavo. So I don't know <laughs> if you remember this, but we were down one. Yes, and Sue puts me in because I was the put back king of the game, right? Yes, and so smartly they put me back in, and they were going to put me in the post, and I was going to see like he'll miss the layup, and I'll get the two. And yeah, dude. The Quavo did let me. <laughs> Like he was just like, he put his hand up and he's like no I got the three but I'm like Quavo you're five foot seven yeah. like 
get out of my spot. Yeah. I, I didn't want to have a national incident on TV with Quavo, so I just I, I had know, no dude. Lost again. I actually almost got there anyway. Like I went, I went from the three point line. Yeah, I was right there. But wait, was this on the on Ray's miss free throw? Or no, this is just the shot. This is the final free throw miss. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and well, but we need. Were we down? We were oh, down by one. So. so if he had made that, we would have got overtime. Yeah. Oh man, that sucks. Um, I thought we. Like, no, he made that, and I think we were still. He needed to miss it, and that's what he did. And then we were down by one. So, no, or no down, the last one was missed. Yeah, because they put me in between the two free throws. That's right. That's right. And I got there. Yeah, yeah. But fuck, I mean, dude, it was a little. There was a point but when Quavo I Quavo would not let me. Just, <laughs> I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I mean, uh, the funny thing is, so similar story. Uh, that past Saturday or Sunday. I played with Quavo. This yeah. is the second time I played in this whole time. And I just started dunking maybe a few days before that, like, because I was out of practice. So I pl- we played for a good hour. I played in the, those shoes, those Nike shoes, which were cool, yeah. awesome, but not, like, comfortable. Not conducive for hoops, not man. Not conducive for hoops. And and they were also, like, changing sizes in the middle. Like, it was compressing. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's such a cool project that they customized them too. Yeah, of course. Obviously, Nike is the, the, the king. But, yeah, I was having issues with those. But I was playing with them, so my feet were getting all messed up. But the bigger thing was the next day I woke up, because we played for, like, two and a half hours, and I had them from zero to two and a half hours. Yeah. Next day, my calves shot. Burning. And my left calf did not get better until literally the night before the game. No way. And so I was like, thank God I didn't practice because I don't, I don't think I would have been able to. Then I felt pretty good before the game. But I don't know how you mentally prepare for that. Like, no, dude. I mean, I, if- I've spoken in front of thousands of yeah. people. But I've never played basketball. In front Had some of, nerves, no, no, right? No, no, not never. I've, I haven't played since college. So, and then this is like on a televised ESPN game, game, though. Exactly. Where you know, like that old coaches done. are watching yeah. and shit, yeah. being like, "Oh, fucking Ray, still can't go to his left." Uh, was did you plan out your? Um, what did you do for your uh, your entrance when they called your name for the for the? Lineups? I just went through the tunnel, and then I think I did some letter things. <laughs> did some gang like, signs. No, it was funny. My uh, my managers were like, "Dude, you gotta like do really." something crazy i'm like that's not really my style yeah dude you gotta yeah. keep consistent i'm much more like low-key um yeah like amanda seals did the backflip yeah and then brad did the How worm do you follow that you know so you got amanda seals doing a, a legit backflip yeah and then you get a midget doing the worm yeah. like and then it was how like do you, how do you follow that it's you don't <laughs> i remember ray allen was sitting there right uh, i think he i went and then he got called right after that and so brad after amanda does the back backflip brad goes looks at me and goes worm and then ray allen goes is he about to fucking do the worm and i was like yeah dude i was like you better have something cool planned because you're not gonna be able to so follow I'm this go out there so what did you do and then he, i just did some weird like i've got like four dance moves so i did some weird like robot puppet <laughs> thing where i hit myself and pull my head up and that's, that's smooth Somebody posted two on it because I po- posted the clip there. Like, nice suicide thing. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, what are you hanging yourself on TV? I was like, no, it was a, the robot the puppet pump. move. It's from the eighth grade in yeah. Kellogg Middle School. Um, yeah, that game, Quavo, I, I knew when I was looking up highlights of other games, like, oh, this guy's going to try to win MVP. For uh, sure. I thought Los was going to try to. I've he seen highlights of him. 35 times. Did he really? Something like that. What would be his 2K player Dude, rating? I, I mean, look. I, Sue was actually getting upset at Quavo and the team. If you remember, they were like, yes. Ronnie, you don't actually go in there and try to shoot. I'm like, I'm trying to get assists. <laughs> okay, so. Did you have a game plan? Funniest story. Yeah. So we obviously work with a lot of partners. Yeah. One of our partners is State Farm. And so we had prearranged that I was going to, not, not prearranged, but we had promised them that I would, like. Are you going to win MVP? No, no, for, no, no, for social media, 
I was going to get an assist. Like, and it was going to be the State Farm assist of the game from my social media account. Awesome. Dude, I, I had five no-doubt assists and just blew the... I don't know if you remember... <laughs> do you remember my behind-the-back yes. pass right to Cuevo? Yes. Puts up the layup yeah. and bricks it right yep. in front. I'm like, oh, that was a bunny <laughs> that I just gave to you. So, you know, if I ever get to do it again, dude, I'm shooting 30 times. Well... I'm shooting from... I can shoot from You're going to take the Hassan Minaj route, which is what he told me, because I remember towards the end of the game, Ray Allen was wide open, yeah. and we were screaming on the on the bench. We were like, give it to Ray, and Hassan like kind of looked off Ray and shot the three, and we were like, Hassan, dude, your show's great, but you know what's also great? It's the all-time leader in three-pointers right next to you. Would shoot the three. But but Hassan so. told me after, he was like, dude, I played in that first game. I tried to just like fit in, get a couple uh, yeah. dishes. He's like, yeah. this time I was like, fuck it, dude. He goes, I recognize that, yeah. that that's not how people play. Yeah. It's like everyone's out for themselves. There was a point where um, Sue was like, uh, she uh, she just leans, leans over to me and she goes, she goes, Quavo just checked himself in. I go, what? She goes, you saw him just walk by? I go, yeah. I thought, I thought he was just going to chill at the score table talk to D-Wade. She's like, no, he just checked himself in. I go, what do you do? She goes, what can I do? And then literally when there was a, that minute left in the game, I leaned over to her and I go, how much would you give me to go in and try to ch- uh, check in and take out Quavo right now? She goes, look, I, I'm not going to give you anything, but I really want to see that. that she goes, funny. if you have the balls to do that, she goes, I definitely don't think he's going to come out. Yeah. Also, like, who am I? Like, everyone's going to be like, who the fuck is this guy trying to take... Yeah. You know, um, I was trying to take Cuevas' spot of the post. And he didn't let me have it. Dude, all right. Well, next me year, and him are, me and him are good buddies too. And uh, yeah, yeah. You guys I, did I a give, couple. I, uh, give him, I give him a lot of crap every time. He actually, they just did a celebrity game last time I was here in LA. What two, three <coughs> weeks ago? He had that thing at Woodland Hills. And yeah, they had really amazing and influencers slash celebrities playing in this game. Wow, I'm like, this is this is talent wise. I mean. Yes. Present company yeah. excluded. <laughs> this is this a better game yeah. than than the NBA. I mean, he had everybody playing that thing. He's That's trying to make it an annual thing. Like Cuevo loves basketball. He does. And Would you ever listen to somebody like that? Like, I'm always curious too. When we were just talking before we start about the amount of critique you get from fans, yeah. and and I'm sure like guys like KD, whoever players that are big that love the game, they all I'm sure thoughts. you do want to yep. factor that stuff 100%. in because these are the the gamers and also especially the guys who truly play. But a guy like Cuevo, does he? Um, does he, you know, at, when a game comes out, does he send you like, hey, here's my list of notes, totally. or does they they all have their feedback? Look, I mean, all of our our entire community, our entire fan base has has a ton of good ideas, um, and we take all of that re- really really seriously. And I yeah. think that's what's allowed us to kind of innovate this game in a way that just other annualized titles don't. Um, but yeah, uh, Quavo, NBA players, everybody has a has a. Um, point of view yeah. on the game yeah and I, I think we really appreciate that so like we take a, a lot of feedback you know what's crazy is i say this all the time but our game like every year i'm like man how are we gonna do better than this i've said it since 2k11 when we put jordan on the cover and we had those jordan challenges and oh all yeah this, like, dude this, we how do you top back that? into the past I'm like how are we gonna put, top this and every single year we've figured out a massive way to do it every single year um, and we have obviously big plans for 2K20, which comes out uh, September 6th. But, um, you know, just innovation. I, I think we're still kind of, in a way, we're still in, a, in the infancy of this game because there's, um, the league is kind of in its infancy. They're yeah. still trying to figure out, like, how to be more uh, marketable and viral and all of that. Like, uh, I mean, there's been conversations about playoff in in you know in season tournaments and all that stuff wow um and 
so I, you know i think that everybody's trying to figure out how to make the regular season more entertaining and yeah th- i mean you truly you know, probably can't compare this off season to any other i mean th- yeah. the nba was so fired up thank god social media existed in this time because no the, I, the nba and the social media live together i think that's sort of why nba 2k has had this huge rise and then you know my, myself like how i become this identity it was yeah just that if there wasn't social media, this none of this would exist. Take us through that uh, journey, because I I know your story. Mm-hmm. It's fucking fascinating. But you told me uh, briefly at the um, at the game in the locker room um, while Doctor Oz was um, using <laughs> a Theragun on me. It was a very <laughs> surreal experience. I was like, "This is am I having a Nyquil dream, or did I fucking did I truly die?" Um, the, talking to um, watching Doctor Oz play basketball is really interesting. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was serious man. He was, had old man he had, game like, the eyes where I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I'm not sure if he wants to drive to the hoop or kill me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Maybe a little both. Psychologically break me down. Oh, yeah, dude. One of those three. Probably he, all three. He definitely hit the ground at one point and popped right back up. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, I was just I like, like oh, here I was laughing about his agility. I hope I only, I hope I have a tenth of the physical prowess that Dr. Oz is repping at yeah. fucking, I'm going to say Well, 56. who scared me in the game most was Asia Wilson because, oh, yeah. I mean, she was just like, I've, co- I've covered that guy. I've covered Roddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have to get covered by one of the best players in the Oh, yeah. NBA? I took a charge on I, her. Dude, I fouled her. I don't know if you remember. I do. I fouled her <laughs> really hard. I remember her screaming. Oh, my God. I felt <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Because you're like, I don't want to injure her. Their funny, season was about to what's start. What's funny is I could have got a chase down block on her. I yeah. got like four blocks in the game, but there was this one where she had a fast break. I'm like, oh, it's a celebrity game. I'll lay out. And then she talks some junk after it, and I'm like, all right, next time. <laughs> what did she say? You remember? I don't remember exactly, but she let me have it after I gave her this layup. I'm yeah. like, all right, well, next time. And then I just hacked the heck out of her <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. later in the game. I think by that time I had a concussion because, like, I had gotten hit so hard on that missed layup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my head was throbbing. Yeah, I took a charge on her, and she was like, did you really just take a charge in a celebrity game? And I was like, hey, you're already in the league. I'm trying to get in, yeah. so. Yeah, she's got- awesome. We've uh, Obviously, with this whole WNBA integration, yeah. um, and she's one of the pioneers in the league, and she's a huge fan of the game, one of the first people we scanned, one of the first people we motion captured. Uh, we've gotten to know her really well, and, I mean, just – the impact on the game that she's having and her thoughts on our game um, were extremely helpful. And I mean, here's the thing uh, with w, the WNBA integration, like hey, turn this a little bit more towards your way. Oh, sorry. You go, yeah. With the WNBA integration, like we're really trying to understand the difference between the two games and simulating both of those experiences. Yeah. Um, because we try to do everything right, you know, we're not just going to throw women's heads on the on the men bodies and make that a game. We've done significant motion capture, lots of gameplay that are too, it's it is two kind of different experiences. So, what is that like for the motion capturing? Are you capturing every single player that's in the game down to like from you know Anthony Davis to Sasha Vujicic? Like, are you getting everybody in the suits to get their game? We right? don't get every player in the suits. Um, there's a lot of actors that can act out the ones that we are missing. It's, yeah. it's significant though. We, we we do get a ton of them. Um, if you need a Ronnie Turioff, I do a really good Ronnie Turioff. Or a I'll Ronnie Cycli. I'll keep that in mind. Or a Ron Harper. I do all the Rons. Well, you watch me play, so you could do, you know, <laughs> yeah. Ronnie's thing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, like it's, um, we, we have to use actors in some places because not everybody's available. But, yeah. Uh, and it is kind of a long process, like getting the shot, shots recorded anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half. 
Um, you just have them go through kind of all their yeah, moves? Yeah, go through and, uh, dribble sets, you know, uh, tri- triple threats, like everything. Wait, we so could, did you have Jordan do, do it? Thing. Michael? Yeah. No. Wow, well, that fucking looks that incredible. Cool. Well, I mean, look, there's a lot of people that want to simulate his game, so finding an actor for Michael Jordan oh, is not yeah. that hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, here's the thing. Um, some of the older guys are have in the past few years, and I, I, I lump Michael in there too, really understood the value of our brand on the greater basketball experience, especially to kids, right? I mean, I, I think that, you know, you're wearing Jordans. I think that um, our game keeps him, in a way, semi... Uh, obviously, he's relevant. He's Michael yeah. Jordan. Um, but I, th- I think it, it's a nice little kind of nudge and reminder. And, you know, Mark Cuban said it, actually. Like, he was like, we're the greatest lesson for uh, history lesson on basketball because we, we have the bill russell celtics we yeah. have the Wilt chamberlain lakers warriors all, we have all of these old teams from the past and we're really the only measuring stick of how these teams kind of compare to each other but we're also we're going to remind you about bill russell for those who have didn't watch him play isn't that crazy I don't remember that some of the kids that watch today's game they're literally i mean you can mention some there are true kids that are like basketball aficionados that'll go yeah. back and do their research but dude i remember talking i mean people are like a lot of these young kids right their hero is lebron james yeah because that's when they grew up that was the guy yeah and i mean that's wild i mean you and i are in the jordan generation yeah. for sure I was telling my nephew's uh, fifteen yeah. about. Um, I was telling well, we're going to interview uh, uh, Gary Payton this week, and he was like, "Who?" And yeah. I go, "Isn't that wild?" What? I go, "Dude, what?" Yeah. And he was like, Is it? "I go the glove," and he's like, uh, "And then I pulled a picture, and he's like, oh yeah, that's Gary Payton." I go, "What, dude? Yeah. You are. This is why you're not full blood relative, you know." <laughs> um, but the game, I think, too, the motion capture part happens first, right? And then, like, when you talk about trying to top the game each year, yeah. is it a group of guys and, uh, so and gals let's in one let's talk room? about the WNBA experience, right? Please, like, yeah. We had to do likeness, so that's where you've seen the, the rig, the RV, with, like, 150 DSLR cameras that yeah. like, at every point of their reference. That's the likeness. Uh, that goes to R, and, you know, textures get added, skin, all that stuff gets added. It's really just an animation. There's motion capture, and there's two really big ways of motion capture. One is recording shots and recording basketball animations. And then there's the whole, like, acting, what you see in my career, creating digital experiences. Michael B., I don't know if you've had him on the show, but he he was in our career mode a couple years ago. Yeah. And... Um, he talked about how like it was totally a different acting experience you know when he's shooting Creed he's in a ring there's all these cameras all around and uh, there's all these angles and you shoot them over and over again in our world we're creating what would be a virtual like table you sit at out of like a few planks of wood it's it looks really ghetto in the real world but in in uh, in the animations like it's it just comes together and but they have to mentally kind of bridge that divide right um so it's it's kind of a, a, a an amazing um experience to put together whose idea was it to finally get the WNBA in the 2k well family? i think we've all we've all been talking about it for a while the nba obviously is pushing a lot of marketing behind it we um have wanted that experience we also want to grow basketball and kind of role models for for women yeah and i think that the wnba has done a great job of that you, you know you know you see nba players sidelines for all these wnba games oh, yeah. now as well 
Um, That's big time, right? When they show yeah, that support. Yeah. And, and there's, people... a, there's a lot more talent as well than there were probably a few years ago as they've, as, you know, they, they've kind of vetted into building it at a youth level. Yeah. Basketball with, with women. So now there's a lot more talent than there used to be as well. Yeah, I feel like when there's it first started. There's a lot started, of stars in the WNBA now. There are, yeah. There, which, in any great sport, right? Yeah. You need stars. You yeah. need people. You need, need storytelling. <clears throat> you need storytelling. I feel like it was like Rebecca Lobo, Lisa Leslie, yep. and I mean, swoops, right? Yep. Um, yeah, but now that's I feel like every team's got a couple. It. Even like my Seattle Storm, like Sue Bird and, and Brianna Stewart being out, like yep. they got all these gals stepping up and it's like, it's fucking dope, man. Yeah. Um, was Brianna Stewart an easy choice for the... Uh, Brianna Stewart... Um, it's funny. I've worked with her a lot. We did the boardroom uh, episode right yeah, after yeah. she won the WNBA MVP last year. Um, got to know her a little bit. She's she's great. She's got such a good personality. Um, so she's really good at responding to DMs from people she doesn't know. That's a that's like, a call out, Brown Stewart. Yeah, yeah. I saw her at some um, uh, thing in Seattle. Yeah, and I think she was getting doing something for some kid, or she got some award too. And I just look sometimes when I've had a couple of drinks, I throw these hail mary DMs. Right, I did one to Katy Perry once, inviting her to a show in New York. How'd that go? Not good. <laughs> and so I did the same with Brown Stewart. But I was like, oh, you know, and I. You know, and I attached a, a pick of me and Sue from the uh, from the game just to be like, "Hey, I'm friends with your friend," you know, uh, and uh, and just nothing. So, uh, but you know, it's I wouldn't respond to me either. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I saw she, both of them. Uh, they were to get, uh, hanging out at um, the Players Tribune thing. Oh, dope. A couple weeks ago. Oh, uh, dope. In LA, yeah. Wait. So okay. So then. So now that that game and that that one comes out when September sixth. The, the, the women's too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's it was integrated in the. Oh fuck! Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So uh, 12 NBA team, WNBA teams, uh, I think it's 140 players, most of which have been scanned. Can you do, like, Seattle Storm versus Seattle Supersonics? No. Or is it? No. Yeah, that's, well, that's too crazy. I mean, it's it's two different game styles, so we, you know, we and uh, two different ratings, all yep. of that stuff. Yep. So we want uh, to keep those separate. All right, so, so you... Grew up in the Bay. Mm-hmm. Diehard Warriors fan. Yep. Um, well, <laughs> ish. Ish. During that time. Yeah, they were they were tough to root for. Us. Were you honest. a fan of Sean Kemp's dunk on Alton Lister? Yeah, Sean Kemp. I mean, probably one of the most athletically gifted specimen ever. that has ever hit the NBA. Thank you. And uh, you know, it's sad. I mean, like it's so sad, dude. He he had he, a ten year run. Been, he could have been a. Uh, he, he was good. He could have been a phenom if he stayed in Seattle. Yeah, and and that team stayed. Him and, G, th- and he also we, he kept it together. I mean, he, it was a little bit self destructive on his part. It for there. sure was, yeah. dude. Once he went to because uh, he had a good year in Cleveland. Yeah, and then it was like it went then, south quick. Yeah, it went south quick. Uh, I mean, I, man, I saw him bef- the last year in Seattle. My buddy and I were uh, at a movie. I want to say it was Angels in the Outfield, but I don't think the Rain Man was going to see that. But it was with some uh, some chick, and we kept turning around in the theater to be like, what does Sean Kemp think of that moment, you know? Yeah. What if we have similar sensibilities? Yeah. Like 10 minutes in, we turned around, and he was gone, and we were like, oh, this is not, that's not good. Yeah. But I met him, I did a show with him with Michael Rappaport in Seattle, and he was so fucking cool, and he talked hoops, and had so many opinions, and he was like mentoring some young kids on just like the business aspect of it. But... Uh, just looking at him even still being just so big you're yeah. like and he's some slimmed down some but i mean you look at those highlights and people want to say like blake griffin who is the shit and um i don't an know why, we dunker. why, why <clears throat> zion's not compared to him a little bit more oh no for sure he's gonna get that but once he, gets he hasn't yet like zion's compared to just as quick a lot of other people yeah i'm like i think he's sean kemp 
Wow. I think that's who he is. Wow. Rain Man 2? You think we can put that nickname on him? Uh, probably. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm really excited to see. We, we just signed Zion to a multi-year deal with 2K. Whoa. Um, Wait, so what does that mean? So we have uh, highlight endorsers, guys we know that play 2K, yeah. that are really excited about the brand, and um, you know we just have marketing partnerships with them. Uh, For them to be... I mean, honestly, we have the cream of the crop in the nba yeah and it's it's become kind of a a crowning moment for these guys obviously the cover is a huge deal but even being part of our roster is oh a yeah very, dude very very big deal i saw videos of you telling guys their ratings like Giannis, and yeah. you were, i think no no it was um uh Embiid, and you i think it told me he was an 86 and he was like for real he was like <laughs> yeah. genuinely pissed and i was oh, like oh no they're oh, they're genuinely pissed yeah dude it's almost like the rotten tomatoes for movies like your rating has a you know i don't want to say it's going to make or break a guy's confidence no, but he's in, definitely going to make him work way, harder in a weird way like well so let's start with the young guys right yeah. like the young guys are getting this is our 21st game we've been in the business for almost 21 years now. wow and a lot of these kids coming up 17 18 so they don't know any better like meaning this is this has been their franchise their entire life and so his eyes been playing since like, he was six i, I mean zion, zion told me you know the first time i met him he was like making the making the league was a dream of mine but being in this video game was it's like 1a 1b Whoa, i mean dude for a lot of that, these guys that's what it is and then you know for the older guys with the ratings like it's all kind of a badge of honor you know in the locker rooms that's what they talk about all these guys admit that they talk about it in the locker rooms and it's a it's a badge of honor but it's also kind of a, another comparison thing you want to be all nba team first team or second team you want to be a 90 not an 80 yeah you know it's a very similar kind of battle for these guys so today's episode of the about last night podcast is brought to you by koi cbd Ooh, cbd oil baby feeling relaxed just hearing me talk about it aren't you if you don't know what cbd oil is don't feel like a dum-dum adam's here to tell you cbd is an oil derived from industrial hemp and has no psychoactive effects man so you can get the medical benefits Okay, from the hemp plant without getting high. There's no weed. You're not going to get paranoid. It's a great natural alternative to over-the-counter and pharmaceutical drugs. People use CBD oil uh, for pain, depression, anxiety, stress, inflammation. Uh, new benefits are being discovered for CBD oil all the time. My mom uses the topical cream from Koi CBD. And uh, it's helped immensely, uh, which is big time because she's been having a, a tough time with arthritis and finding uh, a solution. And Koi CBD is stepping up to the plate with their topical creams. They've got uh, uh, tincture uh, droplets, uh, vape pens, edibles, pet products for your uh, for your dogs and cats to ch- to chill out. Come on, it's a stressful life being a cat and a dog. You want to chill out? Get some Koi CBD treats. They got topical products and more. All their products are manufactured in the USA with 100% natural CBD oil. It's a family-owned and operated company, and it truly is the best-tasting CBD products on the market. I feel like left and right, uh, people are approaching me after shows, uh, just being in the comedy business because comedy and and uh, you know CBD kind of go hand in hand. Uh, it's great stress reliever for our world. Uh, the Koi CBD gummies. I fuck with daily because uh, it puts me in a zen state before I start my day and at night kind of relaxes me and, and helps me sleep better, quite honestly. It's America's number one trusted CBD brand. All the Koi CBD products are THC free uh, and there's a guaranteed purity, safety, and consistency level in all of their products. They're the best tasting CBD products on the market. Again, I've tried so many. Um, the amount of people that have you know been like, try these pens, we got these flavors and these, you know, you can put, it's strawberry, 
big root beer float. It's like, shut, shut up, man. No, I'm going with Koi CBD because they got the most shit and the best tasting shit. And quite honestly, um, it's made me feel the best at any of the products I've tried. And that's why they're America's number one trusted CBD brand. So if you want to get your stress relief on, your relaxation going, and start living a better, healthier life, get rid of that depression, anxiety, stress, and just start feeling better, then, uh, then, then get hooked up with Koi CBD, okay? Head on over right now to KoiCBD.com. That's K-O-I-C-B-D.com and enter promo code about last night for 20% off any retail order from the website. That's Koi, K-O-I-C-B-D.com, uh, promo code about last night for 20% off any retail order from the website. Gummies, tinctures, pens, creams, they got it all. I'm telling you, they're the shit. And, uh, and Brad and I couldn't love them more. Who knows? They might fucking make Brad grow, which would ruin his act, but, but uh, would help him reach the Cocoa Puffs on the top shelf. I mean, you don't make any extra money for being a 90 in NBA no. 2K. No. So you should probably focus on the all-NBA stuff, but they don't. They, they're just as wrapped up in their, in their NBA 2K rating I wonder as if anything else. get to a point where there are like salary incentives that owners are like, dude, fucking Tatum, Tatum's slacking off this year, man. Let's like tell him maybe if like he gets his rating in 2K up that yeah. you know, he'll get a little bonus. Yeah, and I'm sure that they would be thrilled enough to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As if they weren't motivated enough. I know. Wait, so okay, so so Bay Area, Hoops fan, mm-hmm. and then you start, what, what job are you working at while you're in the Bay Area? But so... Oh my! Yeah, my trip was a little bit different. I uh, played high school, college basketball. I was really short, actually, uh, at the beginning of actually pretty much all through high school. So I was a guard. Well, I have the, me and Anthony Davis has the same game, to be honest with you. Yeah, same uh, story too. <laughs> same story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, in college, I changed my major probably seven hundred and thirty-five times, Dang. and uh, I just couldn't figure it out. I mean, and now if you think about it, my career just didn't exist, right? Like. The social media grass I, I really enjoyed grassroots marketing and i love sports not just basketball football baseball is a huge giants and 49ers fan um, so everything you were studying was all the time well, something so, like gonna be in so sports where i ended up at the end of college was i want to be a sports agent gotcha. i want to be jerry Maguire. i want i want to yell show me the money <laughs> to people um so i actually uh went to law school for nine weeks at, in new york dropped out hated it well, I didn't drop out right away. I went and went to work for a law firm for a little bit. Same time I was working for a women's basketball team, which is kind of funny. We've come full circle now. Yeah, man. Um, in the like the minor leagues of the minor leagues, and I was making a lot of money being a lawyer and making no money in sports. So I just, but I I really had this itch for this thing. So I went to work for the, for this women's basketball team. Then I worked for a, a baseball team, a minor league baseball team, and. There was this huge stunty thing that happened uh, with Jose Canseco, who was like a childhood idol slash friend of mine. Um, Wait, friend now? We were friends back then. Jesus. Uh, this stunty thing probably ruined that, but oh. it's, it's fine. Um, and uh, hey, even have a friendship with Jose at any duration of well, life. This, I mean, when we did the stunty thing, it was right in the middle of the whole steroids thing. Yikes, the, he had just written the book uh, a couple months before. It's pretty wild. So anyway, um, and then you know I. I was like any other early 20s kid. I'd go home, play 2K at midnight to 5 in the morning. Yeah, I was dude. top 10 on the leaderboards. Like I, like, I played a lot. And so it's cool, you know, like, again, coming full circle, getting to represent this company that I was such a big fan of as a kid and continue to 
be a big fan of. Would you play? I just wish I, I had as much time to play as I used to. Oh yeah, but that's now, a good now I'm you know like I used to be really good. I'm still f- fine. I'm not going to get beat very often in 2K, but. I just so would you play seasons? Would you really, play really just exhibitions? Would you play the well, same back in squad? The day, back in the day, two thousand five, I was playing to two thousand. I was on the top ten of the leaderboards. So I was playing quick game. I was playing five on five. Me being, I think back then I was the Miami Heat or whatever team Shaq was on. Yeah. Um, and then I was on the Rockets for a while. Because Yao Ming was amazing, and Tracy McGrady. That's, oh, dude! That 2007, yeah, 2008 Rockets team. CB Francis on there too. That's the biggest cheat 2K team of all time. <laughs> dude, Yao uh, in Fran- 2K is entire, still one of my they favorite. Had Bobby Jackson too. They had all of these guys. Wow. They had Shane, Shane Battier. 2K, Shane Battier. 2K11. Yeah, that team was disgusting. Um, I can I can't believe they never won a championship. I know, dude. But. Uh, yeah, Yao should have won a championship. So anyway, I uh, would play quick game all the time. Now, I mean, our game has GM, it has career, it has my team, it has all these modes. There's so much to do. It's almost hard to be an expert at all of them. It's even hard to be an expert at one just because we have so many people playing right. all of them. Um, and, you know, now it's career modes, everything. Like, everybody likes to play as themselves. Um you know creating their own player creating their yeah. own guy yeah. now we even let you i mean for the last few years we've allowed you to scan your face into the game and so you look like yourself too dude and then now we have an open world this neighborhood thing where <laughs> you walk around meeting other people from the world yeah. that look like themselves yeah. and you're playing basketball but you're also doing other stuff as well like training and whatever you know doing funny stuff we have trampoline basketball we have in in last year's game obviously it's a little early to talk about yeah. next year's but um now it's this whole world that's not just about basketball it's about the culture and the lifestyle and all of that stuff which is kind of <clears throat> which, which is, is really which is timed really well <clears throat> with the oh, yeah. with the NBA also the NBA and sports in general but i truly feel like the NBA is kind of uh has their their finger on the pulse of this like really you know, connecting people from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. And it really just brings, like, in any pickup game. I mean, like, you think of any pickup game at any 24-hour fitness. Like, dude, you got every type of person in this game. Yeah. And it's like, and you become, you, you might find a new friend from that or or have a, a new, uh, an, an old friend that's now a new enemy. I mean, it's just like. Well, there's facets but even within the game. It's about the shoe culture. It's about yeah. what outfit you're wearing. It's uh, like, there's, there's so many meta things within that pickup game that really you know like we've kind of taken advantage of within our game do kids still uh play online with headsets and talk you have that yeah, option oh, 100%. right because when i first came out dude i you would talk was i would talk so much shit and got the f-bomb and i'm not talking fuck the uh i, I mean you still get it you'll hear a 14 year old on the other end with some high-pitched voice with his mom screaming in the back background but dude. he's cussing you out you're oh like, yeah <laughs> you're kind of young for this <laughs> yeah 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 um Okay, so then you you uh, you know that sports is going to be something that you're living in and that you're no, trying. No, I, I just it was a passion of mine. I, I just knew that that was something I had to do. I'm Indian, so I, that was a tough conversation with my parents who didn't understand. No way, what the dude. Hell, I was doing video games, right? Giving up, you know, grad school first kid in his family to go to college let alone grad school right Oof. it was a tough conversation but now my mom probably stalks me on social media more than anyone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well that's how um, she gets a hold of you probably yeah um so you know it's been it's been an amazing ride even the, the role within 2k like the opportunity yeah where did you get that so you came to, to yeah, the west so coast when i when i've yeah no well i lived in the bay when i was a kid okay obviously right but i mean in new so york for I went, I went to new york for nine weeks right. moved back to san diego because that's where i went to uh 
school and had a girlfriend at the time and uh then decided to move back to san francisco for this job and well the job originally was to run their message boards which wow like it's a lot different than what it was yeah well i mean back then that was that was what social media was we were a year away uh twitter was a year old facebook you you probably don't you probably remember this you need a college id to sign yes, in a facebook yes i was at usc so i had to sign with my usc one of, shit, yeah. One of them, uh, yeah I, I had a college id as my first facebook account no no instagram no snapchat no, no dude. none of these other things kind of a better time <laughs> it's just so simple but i mean i you know the growth of the nba the growth of our game i, yeah. I don't know if it's the same without social media it's so, not so um that became a niche that became an opportunity for me and for our amazing marketing team to just kind of go after hey guys adam ray here quick break from the episode to talk to you about mybookie.com look it's a brand new season of football antonio brown is on the raiders Le'Veon bells with the jets odell beckham's in cleveland the one thing that hasn't changed where i'm putting my money on all the games my bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend mybookie.com has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book on the planet period it's just a fact of the matter this year they're hosting the first ever online handicapping super contest first place is guaranteed to win at least a hundred thousand and it only costs a hundred dollars to enter all you got to do is pick five nfl games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of a huge cash prize pool here's what i would recommend to all the ALM listeners, go to mybookie.com, okay? It's always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. You bet, they win, they pay. It's never been easier to bet and make money on sports. MyBookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game, so you can bet and, and win wherever you are, whenever you want. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Brad and I have been using MyBookie for a couple months now. And it's not just sports. MyBookie.com also has all the casino games that you love to play. But you can't get to Vegas, baby. You got a PTA meeting and a kid's soccer practice. So you can play roulette, slots, whatever you want, all online in the comfort of your own home. You bet, they pay, you win. That's how it works, mybookie.com. Sign up right now at mybookie.com using the promo code last night when creating your account to claim the bonus up to $1,000 first deposit bonus. Mybookie.com, promo code last night, up to $1,000 first deposit bonus. Double your first deposit, baby. That's how it works. You bet, you win, they pay. Bet, win, get paid. Mybookie.com, promo code last night. Do it, baby. And now back to the episode. Um, what would you do in these message boards? On the message boards, I would chat with fans. I was the community. I had Ronnie James Dio as my avatar. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, like I was 2K Ron at the time. Now it's Ronnie 2K. And, it's uh, got a better flow. It does. It sounds better. <laughs> but it's better you know, than I created, I created a Twitter, Twitter account. And then, you know, I'd started doing content. And now content's everything. And, you know. What, kind, what type of content? Uh, just video stuff. So I, I'll never forget 2K11. I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Michael Jordan on our cover. We threw a party in New York. At, I think it was Greenpoint or Hudson Terrace. It was somewhere around there. And uh, for the first time, we had massive NBA players and celebrities showing up to our party. And everybody's like, oh, we got to take advantage. We got to yeah. get some content. Yeah. So they're like, here, Ronnie, take this microphone and go interview some people. I, I don't know why I was the conventional choice. Maybe because I 
li- looked like them the most. Maybe I lived that life. Maybe you I, get I don't on the know. message boards. Maybe they thought maybe, you can. <laughs> maybe I knew how to communicate, <clears throat> but did it, and you know, have done that ever since. Really, fuck, dude. And so, it's grown tremendously. I mean, you know, our our game uh, went from a million units sold my first year. Now we're selling well over ten million. Um, no way. Social media following is enormous. I can't believe between Instagram and Twitter, I'm close to two million followers myself. It's it's insane. Um, and what types? But of- I mean, it all starts. It all starts with the brilliance that is our game and the brilliance of the development of the NBA. It starts with those two things. Our game has innovated. Our you know, I've we have four hundred people that work in our office to develop this this amazing masterpiece of a game, and. Um, they work really tirelessly, you know, like in the summer, especially, you know, we're right in crunch. We're at near the end of the crunch, but you know, I mean, they're working hours on end seven days a week. You know? Still up until the game comes oh, out? for sure. <coughs> I mean, now there's, now there's updates. Now there's, uh, now yeah. in the last few years, there's been in-game content, like the clothing and the, uh, my team card. That's the big one. Like now, you know, if the, if somebody has an amazing game in, the NBA, we do a dynamic moments card to celebrate that moment. So we put new content out in our game. Dynamic ratings means you know over the sh- ratings are constantly changing. Everything is our game is more evolving and dynamic than ever before, which means everybody's working three sixty five. But so is the NBA. Yeah, and yeah, so, keeping so it fresh. That, so is that audience, right? Totally. Yeah, and people want that. People want when a, someone's getting traded mid season or an injury goes down. Yeah. Like you want to feel like you're playing. Like what's happening, yeah. right? And what's crazy about this year's game is how many people changed teams? One hundred and eighty or oh, something. Oh yeah, like that? man. This is this, this is that's good game, for the game. Yeah, just, for, just game. <clears throat> there's probably two industries that really uh, prosper from the rosters changing that much: the jersey industry, Porn? yeah, <laughs> exactly, and <laughs> and uh, our game. Wow, because dude. no matter what, if we didn't touch a, a feature, which we have aggressively advanced the game a lot this year, which I'm excited about. We're going to get into that in the next couple of weeks. But uh, um, the the roster, it's a completely different game because everybody's moved. And that gets and people... And there's no, there's no cheesy Warriors team no. anymore. There's 10 teams that are really, really have two great players. That's great for the game, right? It's great It's great for the game. It's great for the NBA. It's great for everything. My buddy and I, uh, my opener, Sandy Danto, uh, he brings his Xbox to every city and we play after shows, right? And... Uh, and I mean, we just, as these, this offseason started, we were just like, oh, this next 2K is going to be unreal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was connecting <clears throat> that whole free agency mayhem to our game. That's crazy. Like, that's the first thing you think of. And that's, again, that's great for us. Does, um, uh, how detailed do you guys get with, like, the, uh, I mean, the commentators, that, that shit is on lockdown. Do they come in and do, they I mean, just to, uh, they hours have to update of. It every single year because there's all these new rookies, there's all these new players on new teams like we, we take it very very seriously what about if they get a new catchphrase what if kevin harlan gets a new like sweet a, mama looking look at those big old balls jiggling oh he's a like if he says have, something that we we have those guys in multiple days every single year yeah we have to it's big time it's, part, it's also part of their you know annual schedule now and they're popular from that you yeah. know what i'm saying it's it, like it, it lifts their relevancy you know like that's a big thing for i mean as amazing as uh um, Kenny, Chuck, yep. Shaq, uh, Ernie. Ernie, thank you, are, I mean, they've built a brand with yep. that thing. We also lift 
that that brand. Fuck yeah, you did because of the, because of the halftime thing. Dude, I remember that was I think NBA Live for Super Nintendo was the first basketball game that I remember took things up a notch. Yep. You know, I think Arch Rivals and some other basketball game for Nintendo that they had, and then uh, NBA Live was like I don't remember oh, the six. Are you talking about sixty four? You talking this about was Super Nintendo? Super Nintendo. The, the, the gameplay was just faster. Larry and NES. Yep, that was pretty good. That game was two dots passing another dot. <laughs> yeah. It was dope. Um, but no, NBA Live. The, the SNES game. The gameplay was just a little faster. Yeah. And uh, and they had the teams, but yeah. and they had numbers. Still no names on the back, but you knew who was who. Yeah. And but the game was just too fast. But the players, literally, I mean, you would turn out of bounds off because the players were so fucking all over, the place all over the place that you needed to, to be able to go everywhere. The only SNES basketball game I played was was Jam and I played the heck out of that thing you still play that uh, the SNES version I play once in a while me and my best friend <laughs> we used to play that like into the wee hours of the morning oh yeah I, I won, we once beat a team 240 to 2 <laughs> Like that was our thing. We were the magic. It was uh, Scott Skiles and, Scott and Skiles. Uh, Nick Anderson. Oh yeah, dude. That was, Shaq like, was on that. Spot. No, he was not on the. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, it was pre- the original one. Skiles he and came uh, on the, he came on the next version of it. Cycling. No, it was, it was it was Penny and Shaq. Yeah, later, on the next one. But we had Skiles and Anderson. Good for you, dude. One. Yeah, Scott was, Skiles. That was a tough dude. But that entire roster was like, there's barely any stars on this. But I mean, the Bulls had Jordan and Pippen. But yeah. But no, the song said Benoit Benjamin. No, they had like, Sean Kemp. Right, but... They had Detlef Shrimp and... How about that? Detlef and, and not, Sean dude. Kemp. Detlef, come on. Yeah, He's a... Uh, I, I will say, when I play uh, with my Sonics a lot, um, it's usually a Kemp and Det type of night. Most. What was the other team I played a lot? It was, oh, it was the Suns. I had Marley and... Wow. KJ. Was, yeah, that's right. Kevin Johnson. Um, do... Uh, do... Re- like do refs reach out and be like hey could you make my arms a little bigger or like the way I blow the whistle you not really I we don't- actually don't use ref likenesses just right. cause but I mean is that because of that do they reach out and like hey man I want to be fucking so probably <laughs> yeah I, I, I mean the, the authenticity just across the board like we really take all those animations super seriously yeah we just want it to be as close to the real thing as possible you mentioned having to top it each year and it's like that is kind of crazy to think about how much you guys do do that but i mean can you it's almost like i, I feel like you can attribute it um or compare it I to mean, if like you, if you look back to through <clears throat> the years like you're like holy cow like just look at it a graphically but then feature wise it's just again the game used to be all five on five quick game that's the only way you'd ever play you joined in 2011 you said i started yeah two no my first uh title was 2k8 i was wow. at the end of 2k8 so that was uh chris paul was on the cover the first one i worked on fully soup to nuts was kevin garnett 2k9 damn um yeah as soon as you got into a position where they were like looking to you to be like yo what do you think like did you kind of just jump in and take advantage well no i mean my my biggest thing was to take fan feedback and compile it and figure out how to like prioritize and distribute and and try to get it in front of the development team now you know we get a so much real-time kind of feedback uh, at all of these events yeah just the brand is so out there that there's a lot of facility for you know fans to participate in our thing now we have the 2k league you know we have the esports. Yeah, I think my boy Jerry Ferrara is like yeah, the Knicks. He did, uh, he's the Knicks uh, GM or something. Yep. Wait. So tell me, break that down for me because so I, a couple years ago, this we just finished season two. Um, a couple years ago, the NBA and Two K partnered on a fifty-fifty joint venture on uh, this thing called the Two K <coughs> League. Uh, twenty-one now, twenty-one of the NBA teams have uh, an affiliated 
gaming franchise. So wow. the 76ers have 76ers Gaming. And they have five spots. Um, you, they sign six gamers. They get the same treatment as NBA players. They have keys to the arena. They have the nutritionist. They have weight training. They, you know, they have the same experience as NBA players. Um, six months a year, they they live in the market. They fly to New York and they play games every single week. Um, over the course of a regular season, there's a few interspersed tournaments over the course of the year, and then there's uh, playoff and final. Twenty one teams. Uh, but it's you can't have five Kobe's on a team to be successful, right? Yeah. So everybody's playing their different roles. There's a lockdown defender. There's you know a stretch four. There, there's rim protectors. There's just however you want to construct a team. But we're they're, they're signing these guys and placing them in market. And a lot of these guys, what's funny is they've been playing our game forever. They've been playing this mode pro am, which is where this thing runs um, for a while, for the years it's been in existence. But they've known these guys online like they all talk and like they all knew each other but they, a lot of them had never met a lot of them had never left the town that they grew up in right. so all of a sudden we're sending them to new york last april and drafting them onto uh different nba teams and then telling them hey you got to move to indiana to be on this pacers team even though you lived in la or oh, whatever shit. right and so they went and did that for six months it's been really cool like it's been no esports organization is tied to a, a sports organization like that so it's been uh really great so we just crowned our second season champion uh the milwaukee timber milwaukee minnesota timberwolves yeah. just won the, won the championship um in season two last week and we're looking forward to season three wait so is this the same type of deal like with this kid that just won Fortnite? right mm-hmm. like is this the is yeah it's the same week yeah. uh yeah it's professional gaming how and much that whole that whole industry is just i mean that's amazing. insane right yeah. the guy was he 19 yeah and he won three million bucks 16 year old one uh, no i think it was a 13 year old one a million bucks he finished sixth what or whatever the fuck, dude um his parents are so fired up well i mean i think parents are like well my parents well, well i wish we had a time machine i could just take him here i and be know like, dude hey have they even These played the game now? a lot of money playing the game. No, they don't know what's going on. Yeah, because they probably used to yell at you all the time, being like, dude, you're all killing your brain games. cells. No, that was the big thing, right? Go outside. Norm, did Go you play video games? Play. Grab that mic. I did. Great. Uh, I think... Uh, <laughs> Good contribution. <laughs> yeah. Norm, uh, you played 2K, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What uh, is there something that you are uh, excited about in this next one or that in your years of playing the game... You've always been because I'm. I'm curious. We've talked about the people that comment, like being like, I saw one comment on YouTube that was like, Ronnie, man, the game rules. But if you could just fix the flagrant fouls, the technical fouls, if you can get the gameplay a little quicker out of timeouts and make this, he like nine things. He's like, then it's perfect. And I was like, dude, fucking what? Like, pick one thing. Like, it's already flawless. Like, the, I think those are the guys no, that either play it too much. I mean, the thing is, when when something is very very good. You, you nitpick it's, a, it's just a standard of, of life right yeah. like when something is that close to perfection you almost want it you overcompensate to try to even make it more perfect I think like every other game you know our game has things that we want to continue to improve and that's what's going to keep the carrot dangling in front of us um, but we have to also prioritize you know like I talked about how hard our development team works nobody innovates mode wise and feature wise and in our gameplay as much as those guys um but as we have, you know, 12 months-ish to work on a title and where other games, you know, come out every four to five years. Yeah. And so they have a lot longer of a, a development cycle. And it's amazing that we put these features together and make it cool. I mean, I remember that face, face scan where we, you know, 
enabled you to put yourself in the game that was such an amazing did you cry i was i was like i was blown away man like yeah, man and just the way that those guys pulled that together and i remember the first time it came out like there were some i don't know if you saw this like some of them legitimately looked like halloween masks like yeah. there were a few that yeah. were just because <clears throat> people had to learn how to do it you had to have proper lighting and all this stuff but if you did it wrong it was <laughs> it looked like chucky yeah and, and uh so i was like you know what why don't we look we're not curing cancer let's have some fun with this so i actually put together a halloween mask uh um contest where i was like give us your scariest face scan oh that's brilliant and And it's just you know like at the end of the day you got to have fun with it too but you gotta we we try our best and i'm i'm so confident in our team that uh same group for a while it's been together and you yeah, add that's pieces the other thing. We, we, there's definitely pieces added the team has grown but the core guys have been there f- for the whole time and it's just a, a passion of love and i'm like man there's got to be a year where you guys kind of just not take a step back but like settle or a step off the gas it's like you just are like man we were so creative last year i can't think of anything this year let's just mail it in and they never they never do how much do you think of that is um because of the season too like things that happen in the season because you probably make sure that everyone obviously that works there is a an nba fan you have to be but you have to be um but uh but just watching the ins and outs and ebbs and flows of the game and following everything like there's got to be things that yeah that can just stir some creativity from that yeah 100 percent. the nba obviously is our muse but i i also think that there are we have ambitions beyond basketball and beyond gaming and yeah. you know like things like the neighborhood where you're going out there in an open world like who would have thought that there'd be an open world sort of where you're wandering around this town and going into stores and buying your clothes and then going to oh, train yeah. and eat, like now it's a world uh, not just about basketball but all of that so that neighborhood uh, thing that is almost going to continue i mean that that has so many legs because you can continue to grow that year over year and do s- more fun stuff do you think it'll get to a point to where it's like 2k's like grand theft auto or red red uh, dead red redemption what's it called red dead red redemption dead, red dead redemption yeah and uh like to where we're the uh, same parent company by the way oh shit okay you know? so like the inception where it's like maybe this opening of the game is like you get to pick we just two look- strangers to fuck they make you right and then you have to live that life and go to AAU and try out for the team and get good grades and you get to just live a whole NBA journey. At the end of the day, we're, we're basketball <laughs> I'm games. I'm spitballing so, here, honey. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, though, we got to stay within some sort of you know G-rated, yeah. G-rated. Yeah, of course, you have to. Confines. We'll let Rockstar do that. And yeah, and they do it amazingly, obviously. Um, yeah, you can't have the game being like. <laughs> Like, you know, all the players, like, post-game in the locker room and having them, like, now now you're making them talk about, like, what are we doing now? Let's go to the club. And, like, as much as that would, be, you know, probably kinda, elevate the game. Yeah. But y- you don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. Has that Not ever been discussed? Do people ever bring things up in meetings? Like It's just, like, I mean, <laughs> obviously the whole a mature version of NBA yes. 2K, that'd be amazing. But, like, you, you know, can't do it. I mean, yeah. Norm, did you have a question? No, I was going to say, when you guys put Blacktop into the game, that, like, changed it for me because I grew up playing, like, FIFA Street and I guess yeah. it was NBA Street, too. And then the second It's just a I different style in, of game. Yeah. It's those, just, yeah. You it's can also so modern. mix and match players um, from different generations. It's, it's yeah. really neat. Um, do, uh, do you feel like your, your uh, engagement skills that you were doing on the uh, message boards and, and um, before you really – you know got a um, a bigger role in the mm-hmm. company really helped um like now with instagram and i mean you're pretty good with like 
interacting with with fans and and um and like you were saying like bringing all compiling all the fan critique and stuff mm-hmm. to help make changes in the game do you feel like all that experience that you had uh really helped totally um, yeah i think there's two things that i really learned from that world number one was really kind of filtering uh constructive criticism and turning it into something that you know we can that's actionable and then the second thing i think is like grassroots marketing right yeah. like what were we, what could we do on a kind of community local level that now we can do on a wide wider level with social media um and still and just have a, a bigger version of that phenomenon um so that you know i think that a lot of the social content that even i post on my own channels or the nba 2k channels are very relevant to what's happening you know like I hate to use this example, but like Hoodie Mellow, right? Like Hoodie, if he's playing in the game with a hoodie a couple of years ago, we put out a rating that says Hoodie Mellow's a, a 95, yeah. right? The other day, J. Cole was, you know, doing that stuff with Chris Brickley, and we put out, you know, just an imaginary rating. We're like, we want to spur that conversation because a yeah. hoop head, I always want them to think about 2K. Just like we were, what we were talking about earlier, right? Like if free agency is happening, you think about 2K. I want to connect many cultural moments that are related to hoops to our game. Yeah, I want you. To, I want your brain to go there. So that's really the the purpose of what our marketing team is trying to do on a on a social media level. What would you say your top three experiences that you've gotten to be a part of because Man, so of this? World? I get asked that a lot, and I don't know if I ever get to sit back and process that. I mean... Oh, you got to, man. Over the course of a year, it was funny, I was looking at the slide of things I did in 2018 because I was working on some project earlier today, and uh, it it was wild. I was looking back at that, I was like, wow. I mean, even this year has been such a weird box-checking year outside of my 2K stuff, like Celebrity Game, obviously. Um, speaking at Harvard, having not gone to Harvard. Whoa. Was, was awesome. I went back to my high school, mentored some kids, and spoke at my graduation in front of 3,000 high school what was that kids like? and their, their parents. Well, it was funny because I had just gone to E3. <coughs> I had just gone back from E3. I landed at 1 o'clock, did this speech at 3 o'clock, went to game six, uh, and then went to Milan the next morning. Oh, it was man. brutal. Um, so but you had it to do okay. it all. I kind of stumbled through it, but it was, it was fine. But, you know, like I've, I've gone on to do a lot of um, cool things, but... What's exciting about it is I'm just living a personification of a very cool brand. You know, like we get to, if the NBA hadn't had this explosion and this game wasn't so well developed and had its explosion, this this wouldn't be anything. Yeah. So I kind of think about that a lot and uh, just try to go with the flow. Do you get people reaching out to you, um, telling you that they play that you never thought, like, has Obama oh tweeted something out to you or Adam Silver even? Does he play it? Like, do you know? Or uh, I don't know if Adam does. Or does, at least, sure. does he at least chime in? Like, did, no, I he, mean, he's definitely involved. Because he knows like, how important involved, it is to the game, I'm oh, sure. 100%. Yeah. He, he, he's been a, uh, he, he called the first draft pick at the NBA 2K League. That's amazing. He's been on NBA 2, uh, 2K TV. Yeah. We have this in-game, like, uh, TV thing. Um, that deserves content. So I, I know, you know Obama's such a big basketball fan. I'm sure he's for sure. He's sure played, he's dude. I'd get love a, to ask you got to get that going. Dude, not, when I'm we not. play in Chicago next year, let's put it out there in the universe. You know, he'll be all over that shit. You're probably right. He'll probably dude. I mean, I just, I hope he plays. That's what I'm saying, dude. Are I you hope kidding I get me? To pass the ball to, 
get a presidential assist. Brock. Yeah, yeah, it did. I can finally get my assist, but I missed out <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The State, State Farm, Farm assist. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, last game in Oracle. What was that like being a Warriors fan? Well, I mean, look, I went to... Uh, again, wasn't the biggest Warriors fan growing up. Wasn't the biggest fan. I was a huge Kevin Durant fan. Yeah. So I've been a Warriors fan the past few years. Um, but I've been to that arena a million That's times. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, I went to watch basketball there. Every time Shaq went and played there, I'd be there. Every time, you know, any anybody that I really wanted to see was there, I, I, I'd skip. I, I remember sneaking into games at the end. Um all the time without having a ticket like did you get to see so don nelson pre-pothead you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's that is true you know no, you I know about that now right ever, i don't i don't think he's ever been not free. yeah oh really yeah, he, now he's just leaning into the look <laughs> have you seen him now no i don't nelly kush oh, wait he, is that a type of yeah he sells it's called nelly kush holy shit yeah they, they talk know, about the only reason i know that just to be clear the yeah. only reason i know that is because <laughs> they talk about it on Local KNBR, the radio wow, station. Wow, dude. There. I think uh, at some point they're going to, uh, the NBA is going to make it legal. I almost feel like they have to. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, yeah. Um, well, shit, dude. Uh, this is exciting. It's fucking bonkers that you are responsible for the hours that so many dudes have spent. Um, I mean, the, the amount of good times and good games I've had from playing the game, yeah. it's like, it's never I'm never bummed when I finish playing five hours of 2k you know what I'm saying yeah like truly it's I mean the fact that time that just vanishes though it I mean, does again, those guys, like our team has done a amazing job building this thing well I mean we do want you we want your mind share we're a source of entertainment right like we don't we are competing against going to a sports game yeah we're competing to against going to the movies to watch Avengers like like we're 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 that we're competing with going to a bar, you know, like, so we want your, we want your mind share, which means we have to put out the most entertaining product that we can. Even the music, like how are you guys finding the, the uh, soundtracks? So soundtracks, like <coughs> this is going to be actually a really cool and innovative year. Like, so for years we've had soundtracks, we've worked with artists. I mean, everybody wants to be on our soundtrack. Of course. It's such a platform. But this year we're doing actually, it's running right now, a UGC. You can submit your tracks on United Masters, the app. And you might be picked for the soundtrack, but the reason we were able to Definitely do that, that is because well, you, you got yeah. some beats. You got some beats. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I don't want to really debut it right here, live on the pod. Let me kind of get back in the <laughs> studio, but I can't wait to see the submission. <laughs> yeah. um, and I feel like you mean that. <laughs> so for for years, no, totally. Yeah. For years, um, we've had like the forty, fifty tracks that are on the desk, but but you know, by February, March, you're banging your head against the wall because you've heard Phil Collins in the air tonight seven <laughs> billion times, right? Yeah, dude. Um, so this year we're we're adding uh, several, a few dozen probably uh, tracks after the game comes out through, like you know a patch through an update, uh, which has never been done before. Yeah. So I think that that's going to really keep it fresh, and I think that's something that the fans really love because, like I said, I th- I, hearing new music. What if somebody has a huge tr- huge track in December? Oh yeah. We could have it in there by February, March, like whatever. And that's crazy. Yeah, and uh, it'll be fresh. Is it literally as easy for these programmers to just like go no, into a no, certain no. coding it, it, thing? It, it ain't easy. <clears throat> I'll tell you. It's no. not just like drag, copy, no, paste. No, 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 no. It's a uh, it's a lot of coding, and it's a really packed in game because unlike you know 
say a shooter right we have lines of commentary and those commentary has to be triggered at the right time and commentary audio takes up a lot of space does huh so so we're having i mean every game has its you know like glitches no not glitches but every game has its challenge yeah right and our challenge uh, that's one of our challenges like we run up against prioritization because we're every year and we run up against um wanting to pack as much in there as possible including audio and when you're adding all that audio all these there's 450 people in the league all these names all these scenarios it's it's a lot you know it's never happened and that's just one that's just one facet of the game yeah there's seven million facets of the game yeah dude i can't even imagine the amount of just like looking on one screen it's, it's a lot of work but like i said 400 amazing minds that are working on it and they're doing it out of a real passion for putting out the best product and their love for basketball it's crazy that with all that work and all those things to like you know organize and sift through like i've never had a moment where it's like i've hit a three-pointer and they've been like great defense yeah. you know and you're like wait what like yeah. that didn't line up we test the heck out of the game which again is kind of amazing considering it comes out every year but have to we you know we want to put out the best thing possible fuck dude um, i mean i just I, I think about every time game reviews they've become a little bit less important in the last few years just because consumer reviews are so important yep. it's really all about how many people are going to the box office in movies it's the same thing going to the store and picking up their 2k um but it used to be about like reviews as well media reviews and it still sort of is but i i, I just i talked to the our our founders of the company every around that time every year and you just see how much that those kind of things mean to every little detail every little thing that's said on the internet they see it and it means a lot to them and that's it keeps them motivated which is just remarkable after you know greg thomas celebrated his 30th year last year of making games and wow. and uh he got the icon award at the game awards last year and um but just seeing him still just as passionate as he was 30 years ago it's, it's remarkable and I feel like with like comedy, like you guys are almost like the Chappelle of gaming, where it's like you got your fans, yeah. they're diehard, they ain't going anywhere. Correct. They just want you to keep being consistent with like a good product. Totally. You know? There's not even a competitor, is there? Is there a, another basketball game that people? There is. Can- there is. Um, the market share has been dominated by us for quite some time. Yeah, if you get the NBA's backing. Well, I mean, it's also the fans' backing, yeah. right? Like, ultimately, but we we stay motivated because you never know, and like, so we're just going to continue yeah, to. But you do push the. It's envelope. like YouTube isn't sweating right now. You know what I'm saying? YouTube's not like, dude, I fucking no, I know. But what I if MeTube comes out, you know, I've said this a lot the past few days, if, uh, and the community's had different a different interpretation to it. If you're not talked about, if you're not hated, yeah. and loved you're not doing something right the other thing is if you're not um hungry you're also not doing something right and we're you know our biggest competition is ourselves our last year's game um but it's also the specter of anytime there's a threat and yeah. you, you know you have to and we're, again we're not com- we're not competing with another basketball franchise we're competing with all sources of entertainment netflix yeah huge right like yeah dude man i spend a lot of time on netflix so we want to suck away people from watching netflix whoa for real of course why not yeah i guess fuck is there a way to infiltrate no but look you have 24 hours a day yeah and 
you spend a lot, a lot of it sleeping, a lot of it working. What are you going to do with those eight hours? We want it. <laughs> we want it. We want it. Wow, dude. Right? Like, so. We got next in your life. That's your guys' <laughs> that's motto. Right. Yeah, we dude. Want you to come home, play 2K all day. Maybe, <laughs> maybe one day, maybe, a, maybe there'll be a $3 million prize for. Dude, yeah. We got really to the same way there was a celebrity um, all star game. We got to get that celebrity um, oh tournament tournament. I know. Also, dude, we've kicked it around. We did we did one last year, which was pretty cool. Oh, thanks for the call. Launch. But yeah, we'll work on. Uh, I didn't next know year. you about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, what about how remember? would you how would you fare in one? Great, dude. Really, I'm good, dude. Yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> you think that's the first time I've heard that. Um, all right, let me take it a step back, please. Um, I gotta have uh, I gotta have a a, um, a LeBron type guy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I try to fuck with like uh, those old Rockets teams. Sometimes I'm like, oh, a center's my guy. You want to barrel to the basket? Uh, yeah, I need a guy that can. Um, but I also like a guy that, sh- that shoots jumpers. You know. Um, but I also end up going old school Sonics a lot because the Rain Man is just like I want him to get that championship. You know, and uh, feel what it's like to truly win in 2019. Um, last thing I think that you guys uh, could ju- I know you're talking about clothing line is maybe even happening right yeah. um, do you remember Hoop It Up the 3 on 3 tournament do you remember it was like yeah it happened in Seattle a lot when I was growing up but I know it was um, no, uh, they did across a few the nation ones, yeah. but uh, I feel like that could be next right like, like uh, street ball like yeah, the dude. street ball back. yeah dude I mean we have the facility in the game you know the neighborhood it's full yeah. of 3 on 3 parks it's, it's doable I mean I feel like we have thought a lot about social media and ex- experiential marketing recently um, where that could be an opportunity going forward. Yeah. We got away from it a little bit uh, doing, you know, community-based things because we were trying to build, like, this global brand. I think we may have overcompensated. So maybe in the, in the coming years, we we start thinking about how to vest back in communities. We've done it a little bit. Obviously, we've built 10... Um, courts across the country now no way we just built one in oakland uh i was on cbs this morning talking about it nice we have a very 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 big one we're announcing um this week uh when is this happening by the way uh monday thursday you're dropping this, this thursday? thursday yeah you promise yep so on wednesday so we'll pretend this is yesterday. yes dude so yesterday <clears throat> We recorded this on Sunday. We're doing this. <laughs> we're doing, this is dropping on Thursday. Yeah, movie magic. Uh, Wednesday, yesterday, um, we uh, the I Promise School does did not have a basketball court, but it does now. Two K Two K brought Two K wow. brought a basketball court to the I Promise School. Isn't that amazing? I was so stunned when I when I saw that. Holy and, uh, shit, dude! So we're uh, there's a Two K Foundation score. Uh, that's why I'm going. I'm going to New York tomorrow, meaning Monday. Yeah, uh, and I'm going to Cleveland on Tuesday night for the court opening on Wednesday. No way, Bron will for sure be there. Bron will be there. <clears throat> Wait, so the court's been? You're going for the snap in the yeah, ribbon? Yeah, it's 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 ready. It'll be unveiled on Wednesday. I bet it's unreal, yeah, dude. I'm sure. Are, we've done a really cool artistic. We've worked with some great artists across the country to build them. But you know, we're also. It's not just like uh, stamp it and leave it and build it and they will come it's more a uh it's more like giving back to the community like we've been back to many of those locations continuing to support those yeah i've done a couple events in the one in la at the salvation army which yeah, yeah. that area is really rough and uh but we've been back there a few times to do stuff i did something with nate robinson uh, maybe a couple months ago I um and uh so it's about 
bringing basketball this game that has created made us so big yeah um bringing it to these communities uh giving back to the game that built us right um but also being there reinforcing that supporting these communities uh to continue to give give them what they need to make these courts you know things that people play on so uh, i think we're starting to head back in that direction um we got so tunnel focused on building this into a massive brand but now uh, you know we have we have other thoughts like that as well you're doing it man well congrats that's big time that's like a bit i mean that's yeah uh I gotta ask because you know you hear about how Game of Thrones they give like the extra episodes to people first, and I know a lot of people are probably in your ear about getting the game first. Oh my god! Who gets? Dude, I got, I've got first? I've got to hit up about advanced copies yeah. a month and a half ago, and I'm like, dude, the game comes out September 6th. You're asking me in June, like, where do you think I yet. have this copy? <laughs> yeah, we. We haven't even started printing the games yet, so I okay. do not have any copies. Dang. Are you around for that? Is that like a big day? Uh, no. I mean, it doesn't happen. Or it happens in a manufacturing plant, yeah. so I don't... Uh, it'll get there. Who gets the first <laughs> copy? Is there like a player? I mean, like it a- usually lands in our office first. And wow. Then, uh, we, we usually... Uh, well, I'm talking like a day or two before. This is, does not happen. It does not happen before that. Because I'm sure players, too, are like, yo, man, where's that advanced copy? Oh, oh, my God, yeah. Yes. I've been asked at least 100 times already. Dang, and dude. It, we're, we're still almost a month away so is there somebody that you look forward to playing with because i know you've gotten to play with a lot of players um i mean there's some players that are really good on the boardroom the other day even though i said this a million times i got a lot of pickup I, I said that paul george is the best nba player at 2k but there's a, a lot of celebrities that are amazing there's a there's a lot of people that just play our game i, I really look forward to playing with the kids i grew up with i mean just like anybody else yeah right? man i mean it's cool to play with celebs and athletes and all that stuff but but i i really use that as a facility to learn from them especially the nba players like what's important to them and just how they think about basketball and how it translates to the game oh yeah that's why i play with them and i also want to know how long they've played and how it's kind of developed over the years in their head um so speaking of content there's a great like i feel like there's a great opportunity to that you know it's such a great like um, backdrop for some sort of, you know, Ahmad Rashad inside stuff type shit where like, you know, if you want to do some personal piece on a player mm-hmm. or even just a, a whole show that's just, you know, it's talk show format with players getting to know them, but mm-hmm. you're playing 2K because I feel like that the game is so great. Um, I started to do that a little bit myself, actually. Uh, oh, good. Started to have... I have a stream on uh, Caffeine and Twitch. Uh, I saw you do a Quavo, shows. right? I did one with Quavo. Yeah. I've done I've done a ton actually over the years. Yeah, Quavo, oh, nice. Quavo. But they're starting to see us as a platform to release music. I'm glad you brought that up. Quavo hit me up and he's like, "Hey, I got my solo album coming. This is the weekend it's coming out. Can we do something that weekend?" I'm like, "Don't you have press tours? Don't you have a million things to do?" But then I thought about it and I'm like, "I get it. I see why he would want to do this. He sees 2K as a platform to get to his audience. Yeah. So a live stream for an hour or two playing 2K." in an innovative way is actually probably more valuable than any press tour you Fuck do. yeah. You know? That's why so podcasts are even like more so, you know, bigger than, uh, than even like a late night appearance. I, I really think the next step in 2K, thinking future facing is, and it's going to happen definitely this year as well, is uh, becoming more of a platform for creatives, just generally. I know everybody, that's like kind of a frou-frou thing to say yeah. that everybody says, but I really believe that. I think that people 
fashion designers are going to think of like how do i get my clothes on 2k's to oh yeah dude to, um music obviously we already talked about i think people are going to be like we need to advertise our stuff leveraging 2k however we can maybe there's a thing for comedy too where they can all like you know you earn a certain amount of uh, wins and you get free tickets to a comedy show and you can like click and you yeah. go you watch some animated shit of like a five minute set at a comedy club yeah i definitely think that people are the physical and digital world um being incentivized in the digital world to get something physical i think that's a massive platform and a massive opportunity for us yeah uh you're the man thanks for making time of course um really pumped for you and uh i feel like this is going to be like the biggest one yet yep and um it's if you a are a couple weeks away yeah dude if you are looking for some um you know notes right out of the gate um i i've got a couple of feedback a couple of the things that i think i can already assume are not in the game but um uh, me singing the national anthem at uh, every That's game. Want I do. want that to be an option. I want to do that in real life. I think we could start with 2K. Right. See how the response we'll, is. We'll look at. This. <laughs> okay. Again, I believe you. I think there was a very a lot of sincerity with that. Fair enough. <laughs> That's not an option, right? Yeah, uh, not today. No. <laughs> I could I could confirm that 2K20 does not have <laughs> Adam Ray singing. Adam Ray singing the national anthem. All right. And well, everybody's happier. Yeah. For that. <laughs> uh, Ronnie 2K on Instagram and Twitter, right? Yes, sir. The game um, comes out September 6th. Yeah, so don't hit them up, okay? You know when the game's coming out. When it comes out, September 6th, go get it. Lines are probably around the block at most stores, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Midnight launch is quite a phenomenon for us. Um, so, yeah, pre-order, you want to get it early. Make sure. Fuck yeah. Um, you're the man. Thank Thanks, you Ronnie. for having me. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Man, what's up, dog? This is your pal Bugs Bunny. Say, uh, I got a question for you. Do you know who has the head of Elma Fudd and the body of Foghorn Leghorn? Why, that's Adam Ray and Brad Williams. Ain't I a stinker?